Shohei Otani is now in the National League West. What do the other locked on hosts from the NL West teams think about that? You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for well over a decade now, and I finished up five seasons here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. Let's make it six. And you can follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter or on Instagram or here on YouTube. And you can follow me. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. If you're leaving any posts there, please be sure to use the hashtag EverydaySully. Uh, quickly, let's do the trivia question. A couple of people got it right. I see John Murphy Jr.'s uh, answer to it as well. Um, the the question was, who was the first player to receive a 10-year free agent contract from a Major League Baseball team? And the answer was Wayne Garland. Wayne Garland signed for Cleveland a disastrous contract. It was 10 years and I believe $3.5 million. Uh, he got hurt very quickly and he didn't become the star that the Indians hoped he would become. There have been many other 10-year deals, the latest one being Shohei Otani. So let me tell you what's going to happen in the show. The Otani signing is obviously the biggest news in baseball right now. And I wanted to get the reaction of the other hosts in the Lockdown Podcast Network who follow other teams in the National League West. We heard from Jeff Snyder just as the signing happened. I want to get the locked on Dodger perspective, but I also want to get locked on Giants, locked on Padres, locked on Rockies, and locked on Diamondbacks to chime in as well. So what we're going to do is this. This is actually a two-part episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking with Ben Kaspik and Javi Reyes. Ben Kaspik was host of Locked on Giants. Javi Reyes is the host of Locked on Padres. And another episode is going to drop Today, we're going to talk with Paul Holden from Locked on Rockies and our buddy Miller Thomas from Locked on Dimebacks. And when these two episodes drop, we'll hear everybody's perspective. And I'll have a few other thoughts as well. So let's kick things off with Javi Reyes from Locked on Padres. We have Javi Reyes of Locked on Padres whose uh, team was the team that signed all the All-Stars just a few years ago. Uh, Lots of change. Hi, Javier Reyes. How are you handling this news? Um, You know, handling as as one handles it. Um, I think that there's a lot of takes and reactions out there. I know that we had the false hope as Padres fans that he would be siding with the Blue Jays instead, uh, which I think, frankly, would have been a little bit more exciting for the sport. But nonetheless, it's tough. And I think that one of my biggest issues has been just to get on a soapbox for a second is how much criticism and how much there's clearly a little bit, tiny bit of an agenda to make fun of the Padres when they fail for trying to spend in a division that has the Dodgers who have traded for Turner and Scherzer, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. They keep getting 
especially over the past few years, the top guys and now Shohei Otani. Yet I don't see anyone ever complaining about the Cleveland Guardians just hanging out in the AL Central or the Milwaukee Brewers just hanging out in the National League Central when they don't have that level of competition. So, look, there's a lot of tension. Uh, there's a lot of fury in me, but uh, it, it's tough um, in, in a lot of ways for Padres fans right I'll now, especially after some, trading Soto. I'll put some things on the table right now, especially for anyone from Lockdown Padres that are familiar with me. I mm-hmm. will never criticize a team for spending and trying to make the team better. That's yeah. the ownership's job. And I will always trash a team like the Baltimore Orioles who have money. Mm-hmm. And have a hundred win team that they're treating that they're nickel and diming. I will always roll my eyes when I hear that. Oh, we don't have the funds. We don't have the funds. Cleveland has yeah. like billionaire owners, and they have a they have. If they had a mediocre payroll, yeah, they may have won a yeah. pennant every once exactly. in a while. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I do not believe that the A's are poor. Open your no. books and prove it. I do not believe the Rays are poor. We have a history of owners lying about this and colluding about this. So I, if there will ever be an ownership that signs players, whether it's the Padres who said, let's try to win for a franchise that's never won a World Series, or yeah. the Dodgers saying, hell, we got the money, let's spend it. I will never trash a team for doing that. I will always trash a team for being cheatskates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. For example, the Red Sox that I grew up with who ha- could print money trading away Mookie Betts to yeah. save, hold on, let me just check my ledger, $4.23. It's just like to do all of that. And it, it keeps, what it stinks because on top of the Padres trying, we keep being the the recipients of other teams not trying at the same time, i.e. the Mookie Betts thing, Freddie mm-hmm. Freeman, although the Braves is a little bit different because they also well, brought in Matt Olson. But it, even still, like, all these other teams that have needed first baseman for years, they didn't go after Freddie Freeman, right? Like, right. the Yankees didn't do it either, like, just to name some some teams. So it's really rough to then have this team that I think, objectively speaking, I, I know that I'm the Padres host, but was one of the best developments for the sport, a team that would not sign Chase Headley to like $60 million is now giving out money like it's nothing. And the Dodgers come in here and now they've kind of just taken that in full um, in in a lot of ways. I mean, yes, we still got Tatis, we got Machado, we got Bogarts, and we still clearly have a high payroll, by the way. That shouldn't be forgotten. The Padres still have a high payroll and they still have other moves that they will be making, like Jung Ho Lee potentially this week. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe now they cleared up some, some space. There was reports about Blake Snell. Maybe they just bring the guy back so they can still compete too. And I think it's important to separate what it means for baseball in terms of like the Dodgers becoming this mecca of media relevance even more than ever versus on the field. Go check the Dodgers playoff record the past like 15 years. They're yeah. basically James Harden absent a truncated 2020 season. And that doesn't mean that I fault them for the, the, the tiny thing. It's great. Good for them. I do think it's better that he's with the Dodgers than the Angels in terms of objectively speaking for the sport. Because I think the Angels clearly don't know what they're doing, right? right. So at least he's going to be in a winning position. But if you're just talking on field, the Padres, the, the Diamondbacks just swept the Dodgers this year. The Diamondbacks, an 84-win team. The Dodgers are just James Harden. So, you know, I think that those are two different things. It stinks that the flourish of the Dod- the Padres will probably just not be nearly as enticing now with the Dodgers having Otani. But when it comes to winning, do not mistake that they can absolutely still win. Maybe not the division, but they can get into the playoffs. They can make some noise. Um, but again, it's just frustrating that we keep being the recipients of other well, teams not doing you, the big moves. You brought up what I was going to ask you because 
if you look at it, it's like, okay, you're not going to pass Los Angeles in the standings, okay? Mm -hmm. Watch this be the year that they finally do. But uh, <laughs> That'd be amazing. It would be, it would be kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah. But you also have to say that's not the point. The point mm -hmm. is you have to be one of the wildcard teams. The point yeah. is that you have to play better than who are the three wildcard teams this year. Arizona, uh, Miami, and who was the third one? Was uh, um, Philadelphia. Yeah. Because Atlanta won the division. Yeah. So you got to be able to make that, beat that trio mm -hmm. to get into there. I think it's possible San Diego could play better than Miami. Yeah, I think absolutely. it's possible San Diego play better than Arizona. And yes, I think Chicago and St. Louis are going to improve. Uh, and who know? but like the Mets are going to fall off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we don't, you don't know what's going to happen. Some of these other teams. So, the most important thing for the Padres, like you like you alluded to, is not to say, how are we going to be better over 162 games than L.A., mm -hmm. but how can we get into the dance and take our chance? Exactly, exactly. And they can absolutely do that. And, and don't get me wrong. It's still a sad day to be a Padres fan. Again, it's so frustrating. All that they've done just to they get Freddie, they get Max Scherzer and then Trey Turner as a little treat. You know what I mean? Like they barely got and they didn't get anything. The Nationals for him. Meanwhile, the Padres have to give up, you know their entire future and then take out a, a loan or whatever. Although I do think that story was uh, exaggerated just a tiny bit because I think plenty of teams have taken out loans. So I think that's a little bit ridiculous, but nonetheless, I still think that they could be competitive, but it's sad that we, I think what this move means is not from a competitive on field. I know I've said this already, but not from the competitive on field standpoint, but the, attraction story of baseball standpoint um, for not just because of Otani, but also because there's a little bit of an agenda against the Padres and it's, it's unfortunate, but you know what? Hey, Otani can't pitch next year. So keep and, that in mind guys. And they still and, have a lot of problems with pitching. So hopefully some other teams will please take up the best free agents and not just let the Dodgers come in as a factor of a lot of Otani's contract being uh, apparently like a lot of deferrals to help them add more players. So I'm begging you other teams with budgets. Don't just put everybody on the Dodgers. That would be great. And that is Javi Reyes's plea. And <laughs> Javi Reyes is the host of locked on Padres. He's mad, but he's not giving up. Never, never. As Michael Caine would say, never surrender. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off your NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. Spanning the National League, as we're going around to each National League host, let's bring on the saddest one. Um, uh, oh, dear. This is Ben Kaspik of Locked on Giants. Uh, I, I'm, I'm treating as if there's a death in your family right now. Uh, ben, uh, talk me through what you're going through. And, and uh, keep in mind, if you need a, a Kleenex or something or a hug, uh, you know, I got him. What's crazy, Sully, is that, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of used to this. And so I'm kind of numb. And uh, I, I've, 
like I, I just sat there in kind of stunned disbelief for a good long while after uh, hearing of this news. It, it was uh, at the same time kind of the expected outcome all along, I would say, mm-hmm. but also simultaneously we're talking about uh, you know, yesterday hearing about he may go to the Blue Jays and even that was rough as a Giants fan because you and I did a show last year like oh 88 wins to Otani or whatever and they couldn't they couldn't even finish over 500 they don't get Otani as bad enough he goes if he were to go to the Blue Jays but no no it's the Dodgers of course yeah. it's the Dodgers yeah well look at I'm 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 trying to as you're on this ledge and uh I'm trying to not uh, have this turn into a a, a a frantic ending here. The Giants have money, and the Giants have been wanting to spend this money for the last couple of years. They have not been successful at spending said money. I personally think, and again, noted, all my predictions have been wrong. But <laughs> as I make another prediction, I should start saying that everyone's going to sign with the Dodgers just so that they don't, for your sake. But um, I think the Giants are going to be galvanized right now to try to sign Yamamoto. I think that they're going to try to do that. Melvin is Melvin is there. Melvin's a fine manager. There is some talent on the team. And despite Otani being yet another MVP on this team, the Dodgers have tremendous pitching issues right now that Otani can't help in 2024. And the Giants, if they improve their pitching staff, will be in a position where, look, at I don't think they're going to pass Los Angeles in the standings in the regular season. But if they could put themselves in a position to be one of the three wildcard teams, Giant fans, and as I, I said this to Javi Reyes when I did my segment with him, Giant fans are like Padre fans. They shouldn't be concentrating on the Dodgers right now. They should be concentrating on Miami, on Philadelphia, on St. Louis, on Arizona. Finish ahead of them and get yourself into the dance and hope that the Dodgers do what they've done almost every year since 1988, with the exception of the COVID year, which has fall flat on their face at one point before the championship is won. I think you're I think that that's a hundred percent the correct take here is that like this was already a team that's went that was out here winning 111 you mm-hmm. know two years ago and then a hundred they take a big step back and they win a hundred games this year so it's not like they were already it's not like they were vulnerable to being like consistently passed in the standings I mean maybe if you're the team that gets Otani it takes you in that direction but even if the Giants got Otani, like especially next year because he's not going to pitch it doesn't move the needle enough to even put you close i think to where the dodgers are even without otani although what you're saying about what you're saying about the pitching for the dodgers is definitely true as well but of course the off season is uh young and a lot of players are still out there but you're absolutely right like the dodgers aren't the team to focus on it's getting into the dance and we've seen the last 2 years with this new format that these wild card teams, the Phillies in 
2022 and the Diamondbacks who swept the Dodgers, by the way, like you mentioned, you know, the playoff failures uh, in 2023, both those teams go to the World Series. And so you don't have to be that team with the superstar. And like the Padres, they had the same kind of Soto, Machado, Tatis, and look where that got them. And then they've like blown it up. And so the Dodgers were already excellent despite their pitching you know, question marks. I think they'll be excellent, you know, in 2024, but you just got to get in and you you only play this team like what, 12, 13 times a year. It's already tough. It just got tougher, but it, uh, the optics aren't fun, you know, just get in, just get in. Think of the last, the last four National League champions of a full 162 game season were the nationals who were, a wild card team, far inferior to LA. Atlanta, who didn't win 90 games when they won the division in 2021. Philadelphia, who was a road team in the wild card series. And Arizona, who was a wild, road team in the wild card series. So the it yes, the Dodgers are gonna win a hundred some odd games, like they've done in each one of those years I mentioned. And another team wound up getting there. And the Giants, I think, should be focused on one of two players, Yamamoto or Snell. Get one of them onto the team, and they have an advantage in their pitching staff. And I'll tell you who I wouldn't touch with a cattle prod is Bellinger. If there's anybody who strikes me who's going to sign a seven- or eight-year deal in response, well, we didn't get you Otani, but we got you Bellinger. And then three years from now, an article is going to be written about the worst contracts in baseball. Well, yeah, the Bellinger deal will be in there. I, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't touch him uh, with, with a stick at this point, but I think the Giants should be focusing all their energy on either Yamamoto or Snell to put them on that team to put them in that rotation, which is already a pretty good rotation as it is right now, and take your chances to win 88 to 91 games. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. 100% agree because they have Logan Webb already. He's locked up for five seasons Mm -hmm. starting in 2024. Yamamoto is like a special talent who's only 25. So if you were to come away with this guy and you also add some offensive players that – Look, it's a weak class for the on offense outside of Otani, but there are some guys, and Jung Hu Lee, you know, as an alternative perhaps to, in center field to to a Cody Bellinger, uh, is only twenty five himself out of Korea, and so if you get like if they were to get both of those guys, for example, and then add some other kind of complementary players, then who knows? You may get yes. there. Well, he, that's Ben Kasmick from Locked On Giants. That's his thoughts on the Otani debacle. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows like this one covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Thanks so much, Ben Kaspik. Thanks so much, Javi Reyes. And 
on a show that's also going to be dropped today. You're going to see there's two episodes dropped today. You're going to be hearing from Paul Holden from Lockdown Rockies, and you're going to be hearing from Miller Thomas from Lockdown Arizona Diamondbacks. Hey, let's do the trivia question. Who is the only player to win a postseason MVP award after signing a 10-year mega contract? Only one has won a postseason award after signing one of those big contracts. Write it down here on YouTube or on Twitter at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter in the Instagram or Sully Base on Twitter and Instagram. And make sure to check out Lockdown Sports today. It's there 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts on Lockdown Plus our national shows. Go to Lockdown Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Talking about Shohei Otani and how it affects the rest of the league this has been Locked on MLB. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.